Hey guys, and welcome back to Message Received here with myself. Um, we have two different segments here today. I'm going to do a small segment where I just kind of talk to you guys and give you my own personal thoughts, um, as well as my experience on being black here in America. Um, we're also going to be talking about what's going on right now with the protests and, um, you know, the death of George Floyd. Um, not only George Floyd, though, but, you know, just in general, uh, multiple people have been passing away. Um, in similar situations and it's very tragic that you know uh, they had to um, go in the way that they did and you know hopefully justice does come for them uh, because they they definitely deserve it Um, it's been a hard week Uh, I know everybody is feeling a little bit uh, stressed out and uh, what's the word um stressed out and just kind of in their own heads a lot about everything that's been going on because even if you aren't black specifically and you're listening to to this I'm sure that you know someone that that is black and that they're going to be experiencing this and even with police brutality it's not just a black thing I want to just make that clear it is definitely something that happens to all races doesn't matter who you are it's really just depending on the police officer that happens to interact with you um now what the whole movement is saying in my eyes anyways is that um you know, black people, because of the history with this country, we are specifically being targeted. Black people have been freed from slavery, but the whole ideology of racism, the whole ideology of having slaves, you know, has not gone away. It is not a crime to be racist in America. And that is a huge issue. Everybody likes to go out of their way to go ahead and quote MLK, but no one even understands that MLK wasn't saying that we should sit here while being peaceful and just die. That's not what he was saying whatsoever. When you have your people being kidnapped, raped, killed, and nothing is happening to the people on the other end of the stick you know that's that's when it becomes an issue i mean it's always should be an issue if uh, someone's humanity is being put at risk but you know i digress so you know i feel like all of our stories need to be told and no matter how small or big they are being black is genuinely a blessing that has come with its challenges and for me i feel like it's like playing a game where we all just kind of start off with the highest difficulty setting with a stick as a weapon and nipple coverings as armor and you know it doesn't mean that this life is impossible to live we just believe and work uh, you know, 10 times as hard in order to have a little slice of our vision of what heaven can be, but here on earth. And, you know, my story for myself uniquely represents me. There might be people with 
similar stories and things like that but I know that everyone's individual story is different I, I see myself as being you know chosen by God to actually just live here on this planet and everyone else I don't see myself as black I, everybody else sees me as black and it's just a kind of agreed upon thing that I am black because being black is a lot deeper than just oh um, you know you're born black it is who you are not not necessarily who you are that sounds bad <laughs> but um, you, you get what I'm trying to say um, you know and there are days that I, I don't mind um, you know going through, not going through but oh, I'm getting a little bit tongue-tied here it's it's 12 a.m. and I'm trying to get this podcast out there for you guys but you know black people we are the lifeblood and culture of this planet and it stems from our origins in Africa and no matter what culture you come from your culture has some aspect that has come from Africa, even the Europeans. Europeans tried to pride themselves on being the of the most highest of society and civilization to ever be. Even though the, you know the African Moors came and taught them how to wash their own asses, um, but or you know another example. There's an instrument that kind of resembles a piano and people think that pianos are European, but no, those also originate from Africa, there's so many different things that originate from Africa, I can't even sit here and begin to go into that, um, because this podcast would probably have to be a lot longer, and I try to make sure that these things are interesting and long, so that way you can have enough information, but short enough so that way it's easy to listen to all in one sitting, you know, um, to me, I think being black for me is about survival and how I can avoid all the things like racial profiling when I'm grocery shopping or just going to a freaking gas station, uh, you know, having to speak a certain way to be accepted by other groups of people, um, for example, aka sounding white, that is the dumbest shit that I've ever heard in my life, I'm like, how can I even portray myself to sound white, I literally just speak this is how I speak, this is who I am, and for the people that don't want to learn extra words, or broaden their vocabulary, or whatever, and I mean, my vocabulary isn't even that good, but still, like, the people that, whose grammar is shit, I should say, let me just say their grammar is shit, because if their grammar is shit, everybody's like, oh, they speak black, they speak Ebonics, I'm like, you know, you, your grammar your spelling, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't have to be shit for you to speak black, like, there's no such thing as speaking black, you're, you either speak educated or, or you don't, and education does not equate to whiteness, because not only white people are educated, um, and I think that is a, a heavy theme that is portrayed through, um, like, history, throughout history, and, it, it used to drive me crazy, but I kind of ignore it now, um, just because I know that, because I've met so many different diverse black people, and, you know, we come in all shapes, colors, sizes, and do different things, so it only, it only would make so much sense, you know, um, 
I make sure to drive extra slow or park when I see a drop a cart. Ah, <laughs> I'm getting so tongue-tied. A cop driving by, uh, just because you know you you don't know if a traf a traffic stop could easily mean that you're going to die, and it's scared to talk about how you're consistently looked at as a threat because you are an outlier like even at a very young age being like 12 years old you know if I were to go somewhere by myself and you know there's these other adults looking at me I was a big 12 year old I was like I think 5'11 and you know people would look at me like damn who is this guy what is he about to do to us and I'm like you know I'm just existing I'm here I also had a friend, um, or someone that I used to call a friend, named Andre, and how we met, it was so bad, oh my god, it was really bad, because it was freshman year of high school, and it really offended me, because I was getting to know people, I was trying to be social and things like that, and, you know, they asked me, what's your name? I tell them, Sean, Sean's my name, and... You know, this girl, Audrey, I don't know what was going on in her mind since the, in that time, but, you know, she's definitely grown since then. But she was like, your name's Sean? That's n so not a black person's name. That's not a black name or whatever. And, like, for me, I'm like, what the hell? She, and then she proceeds to call me Deshaun. And granted, she apologizes still to this day for even saying that but still in that moment i was like you know what fuck you <laughs> you know my name is sean just because you don't think my name is black enough doesn't mean shit my name is sean not deshaun don't don't fucking do that shit excuse my language um you know it's accepting any work condition being black is accepting any work condition just so you can get by because nine times out of ten black people are living in poverty like it's gotten so much better now you know we've been able to educate ourselves and you know get careers that provide an income and you know invest and there's so many black wealth seminars and things going on now and i really love it i love that we're growing as a people and we're finally getting to a place where we can start to prosper but there's still a lot of things ingrained into the system that we have to fight through um on a daily basis um And, you know, those are just some general common things for me um, that I've experienced. Uh, and, you know, nobody understands what we go through, even our own people like Africans. Um, you know, a lot of Africans, not all, have, you know, disowned us in favor of being closer to, you know, the European standard. And, you know, that makes me so upset. Like, you know, black people, if they've been taken from their homes and you're supposed to be from the homeland... What would make you not feel any type of like, like not not sorrow, but like, like want to help, you know, help us learn about where we're from and, you know, unity and things like that instead of just looking at us like, oh, those black people. And, you know, I've heard some Africans say that, you know, we're spoiled. And yes, you know, Americans are spoiled in general, but, you know, that's just because we're born we can't help no one can help where they're born if you're born in africa if you're born in america you're born in freaking guatemala central america you know you can't control that and it's not our fault you know if you have something to offer us you know offer that show us 
the way, show us how to be, how to live as black people on this planet. Um, you know, since we don't have that direct connection to Africa right now, other than the fact that it's in our DNA. Um, uh, and you know, outside of that though, um, I really, what really upsets me is that people don't realize that the UK, Europe, whatever you want to call it, um, is the cause for a lot of the world's pain and black people are still just looked at as the biggest threat on this planet it makes no sense how does a culture what European culture is no not European culture UK culture is imperialism like literally just going around the world taking over countries claiming them as your own raping their women and all that and granted they weren't the first ones to sail overseas and stuff like that they were just literally the first ones to have a colony all over the freaking globe to the point where a lot of us think of white people as being the standard and even if you're listening to this right now you're saying oh no i don't you know that's all well and good but if you really dig deep and think about it like a lot of the ways that we think about life is because of some type of white influence and we don't really have any black influence other than you know entertainers and then a couple of people that we've seen uh that our parents might have introduced us to we don't think about oh black people can be kings and queens we don't know about the kings and queens of africa right um i'm not going to go too much into that because i do want to go ahead and move over to the next segment but i just want to say you know i personally i I choose not to be depressed over all that's happening only because like you know for me it's i can sit here and cry all day i really hate seeing death especially pointless death like pointless death it just makes no sense like if you're going out of your way to join a organization that is supposed to be protecting and serving people what would make you not want to protect and serve those people what makes you try to find a way to get away with murder other than the fact that you just don't like black people and Okay, sorry for the long pause. There was a mosquito. <laughs> um, but, you know, racism is running rampant in this country, and it's because we never addressed it in the first place. Lincoln signed paperwork, slavery was over, and, you know, that didn't stop people from torturing, framing, and killing us for existing. White people love to bring up MLK, and he was shot and killed in cold blood for trying to make a difference, and he was peaceful. And for years, our people have done have always done what was asked of us and we only just asked for equality and we don't even have that and right now i believe that killing uh, right now it is believed that killing black people is okay that is the current narrative being driven by the american government and they have not heard us which is why we are now seeing protests in multiple states even globally for one i personally have seen tokyo um, and I've heard of places like Brazil as well, rioting and you know protesting everything that's going on right now. Um, you know, and I hate it when people say MLK wouldn't do that, and you, you're right. 
MLK wouldn't do that, but he was still shot. You know, if the government want, actually wanted change, or if uh, people in general actually wanted change for us, you know, they would be saying something before riots happened. You know, you can't sit here and be like, oh my god, they shouldn't be rioting. Why do they have to riot in order to get your attention in the first place? But no one even thinks about that. And, you know, no black people are considered a threat to their power, you know, which is why a battle is being fought to keep us as cattle and sheep to make their non-existent money and to shut up and be a good worker and you know just drug yourself with food actual drugs entertainment sex all of that like it's all just one big distraction to keep us from fighting for what's supposed to be ours but i digress I'm going on to the next Cedric now. Um, thank you so much for tuning into Message Received. Oh, oh, we, we've got it working. <laughs> can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so hopefully we don't have to do multiple takes, and this is the only take that we have to do. Yeah. But, but, um, yeah. So, hey, Ebony, welcome. Thank you so much for coming on to my podcast. Message Thank you received. for having me. I'll yes, always it. a pleasure. If anybody knows, Ebony is one of my close friends. <laughs> um, you know, we've been friends since high school, and. I believe the one class that we actually had together was uh, sociology. No, not sociology. Psychology. Psychology. Yeah. yeah. I, I was about to say same thing, but I remember learning it's not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah. Anyways, uh, me and Ebony today are going to be talking about the social injustices going on here in America right now and that have been going on for many years and the unfairness and heartbreak that it is causing for not just the families that are experiencing these tragedies hands-on, but also the people that have to witness and see this stuff going on in, you know, a place that they think that they're supposed to be safe in America, which is supposed to be the safest country in the world. But, Absolutely. yeah. Um, so, Eb- Ebony, what do you have to say about that? It's just so much. It's like, where do we start? Do we start at slavery? Do we start at why the police are police today? Do yeah. Start at... <laughs> yeah, let's start. So let's start. I know there really is so much. It's right. sad. That is well, that much. Yeah. So we're not going to dive too much into slavery just because mm-hmm. I already know, like, you know, there's so much with slavery. There's mm-hmm. like, there's literally 400 years of slavery. Yeah. So um, I think that kind of already is going to be entangled. We can always reference it um, mm-hmm. with whatever else it is that we're speaking about. But uh, yeah, let's start off with um, how people 
right now, All let's right. let's start off what's okay. going on right now. So right now, what's going on? Um, the guy's name is George Floyd, and right. he was murdered like all the versions of him yeah all the all other the different versions, versions of him because it's not just george floyd it's there's not. other there's other people that have been murdered um and there's probably people being murdered right now that yeah. we don't even know about it's just that his story happened to get out there the same thing mm-hmm. with trayvon martin and brianna taylor oh my yep. god and brianna taylor that story really just broke my heart how you comfortable in your bed just sleep and your house is getting raided uh, and all the little kids dying from um warrantless raids wrong raids going on kids getting shot in the head it's ridiculous um to piggyback off of what you were saying what's going on right now has been not new it's nothing new it's been there in our face, but now that we have the ability to film it, we have the the backing to finally let our voices ring. You know, we are yeah. not standing up and saying enough is enough. We aren't our parents. We are not our grandparents. We do not no longer want to lie down and just say... Well, before you get into that, let me go ahead and ask you, because I, I know... Maybe people listening to this don't already know, but there are currently protests going on around the country, not just in, I believe, yes, what is, in other yeah, countries, yeah. correct? We have Japan, we had Italy today as well. Wait, other countries? Um, I didn't know the other countries. I meant to say other states. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Other yeah. countries were protesting today. Japan, Italy was protesting today. Hong Kong is still protesting for their freedom and uh, away from China. Um, well, who else is protesting today? I believe the UK prote- uh, protested today. So, Black Lives Matter isn't just in America, it's all over the world. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, because I mean, black people literally are everywhere. People we are everywhere. We are here. Like, yeah, it, it really makes no sense how, like, even in. I hate that I have to go ahead and say this, but it it really baffles me that certain groups of white people really try to divide and separate themselves from everybody else here on the world. We literally live on the same planet and you literally have white scientists telling you that the oldest skeleton found yeah, ever it's comes a from black Africa. Person. Yes. The black I don't understand. it's baffling how America is set up. It's so weird for me to picture that there are white people that never had interactions, a close interaction with a black person. That baffles me so much. And I don't know, I'm black, so to me, I'm like, what the heck? You see, in some cases with that, it can be a good thing or it can be a, a terrible thing only because like I've met like a few people that said that I was like one of the first black people that they've ever met or whatever. And in those certain instances, like they didn't have like race, racist parents or anything. It just kind of was a thing like everyone around them just happened to be white. 
And that's a problem. That's why it baffles me so much. The way it's set up, the way our schools are set up in New York, they had to pass a law allowing black kids to come into a, a school that became too white and parents were protesting against it. Parents were showing at board of education meetings against it. And it, it's just, to me, it's unacceptable. As a parent, I want my kid to understand diversity and mm-hmm. difference. So for for you to be comfortable with living in your own all white town and be comfortable with just not even having interactions with someone of different race, it's like why do you why? It's a big question of why are you so okay with it? You know, I, I think that like it's it really is ter- terrible that we have people that aren't open to even trying to meet anybody yeah, that is to a even trying. Yeah, and you know, just it really kills me how people sit here and say like all lives matter, right? But obviously, you don't believe that yourself. Mm-hmm. How can you sit here and say all lives m- matter, but you're sitting here defending the fact that? You know, it's okay for people, like anybody, even if it wasn't a black person, you're sitting here saying that it's okay for an unarmed person to be just killed in cold blood or for somebody to just be seen on on the street. And just because they look different from you, you know, they shouldn't be in that neighborhood. I've actually had a, a really traumatizing experience which is why I now look out my car window anytime that I'm like driving or whatever. I wasn't even driving at the time, but uh, you remember my friend Brianna? Yes. Yes. So I'm in Roselle at the time and I'm about to go pick her up. We're about to go to the mall. And so I drive to her house. It's only a few blocks away. We still live in the same neighborhood. And I go sit there in front of the house in my car my car is also black so i think they were being a little bit racist towards my car too (laughs) and um you know next thing i know is my window is being banged on and like they're trying to open my car door i'm like yo what what the hell but i remain calm i breathe and i roll down the window i say is there anything i can help you with officer and they're like you need to turn, turn the car off and i and i'm like okay you know Granted, I know that's not what they should be doing, mm-hmm. but I comply. I turn the car, I turn the car off. They snatched my phone and pulled me out of the car and tell me you need to sit on on the sidewalk. We're searching the car, and I'm like, "Excuse me, what what's going on?" They're like, "Are you from this neighborhood?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" And I'm, they're like, "Are you from this neighborhood?" And I'm like, "Yes, I live here." They're Which like, they "Show me your ID." When they ran your tags, anyway. Exactly. And I'm like, yo, this doesn't make any sense. Why do you need my ID? And it clearly says on my ID as well. Like, you know, I live here in Roselle. I don't understand what's going on. They're like, oh, we seen somebody and you kind of match their description or whatever. And I'm so glad, you know, that, you know, no weapons were pulled on me because I really could have been dead Absolutely. too. Absolutely. And, you know, 
a lot of people don't understand like you can't understand someone else's experience just from outside looking in especially if you don't have any similarities to them whatsoever like if there is a um hold on <laughs> I think I'm gonna, have, is there a, I'm gonna have to go back and edit, edit I'll that just part. Take it over. I think what's more crazy to me is that black people can have a open conversation and point to each other. People of color can say, "When was your ra- first racist experience? Do you remember the first time you faced racism? Do you remember the first time you got pulled over by police?" Do you remember this stuff like that? It's so traumatic and it's so common that these are topics of conversation. And it's sad. It's frightening. Um, you was talking about a story of you getting pulled over. I remember I got pulled over in my town as well. And I got pulled over at night. It was, it was more around in the AMs of the morning. I got pulled over and the cops said that my uh, my tents were too dark, basically. And I proceeded to question a cop, um, like, where's your tent measure? Where's this? Where's that? These are things that if you claim where I'm in the wrong, I need to see. Because from my understanding, I passed inspection. I have an updated yeah. sticker on my car. And you're telling me my tents are dark, but you don't have a tent measure. You're telling me to roll down my window some more, but we can clearly hear each other. And you have your, uh, you, your hand is automatically on your waist, on, on, on your, um, your weapon. You're questioning me, yeah. you're asking me everything. Where am I going? Where am I from? And then I proceeded to tell this cop, where, what school I went to? He asked, what high school do you go to? I said, Abraham Clark. He goes, where is that? And I'm like, I'm confused. I thought you were a cop of this town. Why don't you live here? This is the only, it's only one high school in my town. You should yeah. know. Where is it? So then it goes into our, our police. Is it police in the community they're not policing yeah. they're not putting any steps into community they're not putting anything into the community they don't want to know about the community they just look at it oh it's a job let me go here let me clock in and clock out but you have way more power on your hands than what you think you do exactly. the only time you realize your power is when it's too late and someone's in the street bleeding out someone's in the street unconscious Yeah, I feel like it's a very large abuse of power because you are set into a a setting where you are supposed to look after other people. And, you know, from what I've seen personally, a lot of the people that end up joining the police force are people that have issues with anger, controlling power. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and granted, that's not to say that all policemen are like that because we definitely know that that's not the truth. Absolutely, and we we're we're, we're not we're focusing on them. That... We know they not all people like that. We're going to point out the ones that are like that. That's what we're going to do. Yes, and 
Yes, and so that's why, you know, everybody is pointing out that, um, you know, police need to understand, you know, what is their job Mm -hmm. and what isn't their, their job. And even with that, still having a sense of, okay, I'm a human being. Now, I could understand if a robot was a police person and they're just like, oh, no, this person has to die. Like, granted, that's not okay either, but at least it's not another human being specifically saying, oh, I, I don't like this person. <laughs> Let me kill him. It makes more sense because robots, we can program things that sense uh, emotion, sense when you smile, when you're agitated, etc. Versus people. Once, we can't really teach an old dog new tricks, but that doesn't mean... Um, not be ready to unlearn things. You get what I'm saying? It's like Mm -hmm. with a robot, it's just like iRobot. You can, he went down there to save Will Smith. It was like, you had a higher chance of surviving. So I want to save you. Imagine if it was a cop. Imagine if it was a person. You would have went for the little girl first. You you just doing things yeah. off of things you know, your morals. And some people's morals aren't it. I can tell you that. <laughs> some people just do shit just because it gives them a kick. It gives Absolutely. them shits and giggles. And they just like that. And, you know, one of the worst images... I, I'm going to try to wrap this up so I can go into a different topic. But one of the worst images uh, that I have personally seen outside of death is literally this like 50 or 40 something year old man literally sitting on a 12 year old child punching him in the Mm -hmm. face and like for me that doesn't make any sense whatsoever like even if the kid did steal something from the store or whatever, why? Why are you going? Why out, are our like, kids looked at? It, it makes yes. no sense. Our kids aren't looked at as children. Like I'm. Wait, did you just hear that? Arresting five-year-old girls for having a tantrum. Why are we doing this? Hold on. Hello? Yes. Hold on. Okay. Hey, Ebony. Well, hey. <laughs> hey, so we are back from our commercial break. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. So, where did we leave off? Um, so, Oh, I remember. So I, I want to go ahead and try to wrap things up so we can jump into the next topic before we end the mm-hmm. podcast. Um, but like what I was saying was one of the worst things I've seen outside of just plain old death is just, you know, a cop. Um, and this cop is like 40 or 50 something. And there's a 12 year old boy. I don't remember what he did. I think he might have stole like a snack from a store or something. Mm-hmm. But this cop literally goes out of his way to tackle this child and starts aggressively punching him in the face. Crazy. Like, I, and then there's other stories out there like cops working in schools and literally having to yes. like throw little kids around. And I'm like, illegal Yo. school policing, which is illegal. Police are not supposed to police schools. 
and is getting it set up as if it's okay. There is a holding cell in the West Side High School. I repeat, there is a holding cell in West Side High School. Really? And I know that from a police officer that used to work in West Side High School in North New Jersey. These are things that will not be done in white schools. White schools were protesting against against metal detectors after school shootings. They felt as though metal detectors were making their schools look a certain way after a kid and shot up over 20 individuals. And they're protesting against metal detectors. Metal detectors get put in our middle schools in urban communities, okay? So it just shows how our children aren't looked at as children, but our five-year-olds are looked at as if they're 25. And because they're having a tantrum, they could get thrown in a cop car and booked and took into dual V. Yeah, we're not seen as people whatsoever. and as people. Yeah, and I think, you know, in that sense, whenever you are saying that, it just comes from how the whole system is built on Absolutely. us being cattle property. Booked, tried, and murdered. Booked, yeah, yeah. tried, and murdered. That's what it's built on. I do want to uh, do want to say that I am disappointed in many, many celebrities right now. I do not feel like the celebrities are being held accountable for the lack of showing their face, for not speaking up. Um, I feel like I'm seeing many Instagram posts as in publicist-type messages Mm -hmm. as if it was typed professionally. I don't see any, I don't feel any emotion coming out. Cardi B did just speak on something about an hour ago after day three. Beyonce but, did too, but what I will say about the Beyonce video, it didn't really look like Beyonce to me, to be honest. It, it didn't. And you know what? It was a text here thing, you know? Celebrities go live constantly for beef, for drama, for deals. They go live when they want to talk about their album. But when it comes to things that your fans can see, millions of people, because we scroll yeah. by as posts all the time, little words you scroll by, but videos, lives popping up, come on. Literally, they don't say anything Six of importance. I'm actually what, 22 million views on a live. The most views coming out the back, and he has yet to say anything on live about anything that's happening, but they want to use our culture. Yeah. They want to make money? Like, come on. And I'm actually starting to fuck with RDB a little bit more, only just because, like, um, you know, other than her saying something about the police stuff, she's actually been trying to involve herself more with politics. With politics, yeah. Yeah, and she was on a whole live with freaking Bernie Sanders. Yes, and like actually talking about the state of the country and everything that's going on and what the people actually need and want. And I actually was like, damn, like I didn't really mess with her before then, except for Bodak Yellow. That's my jam. (laughs) But, you know, I was just like, it really would make sense if the people that we look up to, the people that we admire, the people we aspire to be like, because granted, everybody that's listening to this might say to themselves, oh, I don't want to be like anybody else. I want to just be like me. But 
at the same time, you still know that you wouldn't even have the same dreams and aspirations if you didn't look up to somebody. Exactly. And so where where are celebrities that used to do that? Where's the Queen Latifah's that that wore and rapped Kofi's all the time and talked about black excellence? Where are these celebrities at? Where are you guys at? It's time for the new generation to fill in the footsteps. We don't see any celebrities wearing any HBCU sweatshirts promoting HBCUs. You get what I'm saying? Where where is it? We need it. This is a time that we need it the absolute most. We don't just need it from music. We need it from um from guidance. We need it from from when things like this are going on. Yes, your influence and power. Like exactly. if you have influence and power, you should be using it for the better be good. Because without it. us, without us, there is no um there is no net worth for you. <laughs> there isn't. <laughs> like, and, and and we need to stop letting uh the celebrities dictate our spending i remember when ti first came out about the gucci uh situation when gucci had like you know a a black face figure on his jackets and i sat back and i was reading his post about how we need to stop buying gucci and i'm just like you're buying gucci you're buying these designers you you and your friends you guys are doing that you guys are promoting free outfits they give you Free, free custom dresses that they're giving you for your babies, for your dogs. You guys are doing that. People are doing it because they see you doing it, but you have the power. You're telling us to stop. Tell your friends. Clean your wardrobe. Yeah, and that, you You're know, that. that's another reason why I really have gotten to the point that I am with America. Like, at this point, I personally, if you're not protesting or, you know, doing something on social media to get the word out or something. Like, I really feel like everyone is fake. For me, Absolutely. I, I, I haven't really been sharing too much about the whole situation. I know what's going on. I did post, like, maybe two or three things. But I'm like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be one of these social media queens that's just like, oh, um, let me put something up here for clout just so I can be like, oh, I... And that's what I feel like a lot of people are doing, exactly what you said, yeah. And I feel like even after all this happens, we need more people to actually get involved inside of the community in any shape, form possible, you know? Especially when it does come Mm -hmm. to our local governments, our police offices, our statewide governments, our federal governments because everybody is so complacent with being like everybody else like literally that's another reason why i had to get out of jersey because i really felt like everybody was just trying to be everybody else and i I really could not mess with that whatsoever i still mess with the people that i still see as visionaries that want to do bigger and better things for themselves but at the same time like we need more there's mo- it's so exhausting. Many- yeah, we need more. That's why I have to also do a social uh, detox. I have to remove some people. Um, I had when I had I had a poll up poll up recently, asking people if they protested, and uh, even though people said no, I you know that's your opinion. But people that just scroll by your post and just click over that if they don't see it, it's just like when it comes down to it. Can you make a decision? 
when it comes down to it, are you gonna are you gonna ask? Like I don't understand. I don't understand why don't you feel obligated to at least say I'm with this or I'm not with or I'm not with it. I feel like it, it's like a voting. I always want to claim, oh, vote. It's your right. It's your right to make a decision. If you're gonna be with it, march on. Raise your fist. Put yeah. some action into it. Stop buying these clothes. Stop supporting TikTok when he. Blocking hashtags. Look, Facebook. after I found that out, I was like, you know what? <laughs> I went ahead and just deleted it off my phone because I was like, you know, they're doing all of this stuff and it really makes no sense. TikTok is racist. I feel like TikTok yes. is racist. A- after mm-hmm. the hashtags being blocked, after black people being uh, censored money. and mm-hmm. racism isn't being censored on freaking TikTok, like, I- I- yeah, TikTok is done. It's so done for me. Great app. I hope somebody makes a clone and makes so much money off of it. But TikTok mm-hmm. is done. Yeah. In my personal opinion, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, now, one last thing I do want to say, uh, going back into getting it involved. I really think it is important. And even I think about this for myself sometimes. Like, I really feel like if more of us, like, instead of just voting actually mm-hmm. ran with the beliefs that we actually have even at something as simple as board of education in your own lit neighborhood or um you know doing something in a government o- office or even if you decide to become a police officer so you can spread the message of what a police officer should be you know we should have the comfortability in knowing that even though we don't see other people around us doing that, it is okay for me to pursue something different mm, to actually I make love a that. difference. I love that. Because I was just thinking about how Black people try to make other people feel too comfortable. Yeah. Let's start making people uncomfortable and let them sit in it. Yes. I was just thinking about that and it's because I see people posting in a light and in in a heart of things or in a mix of things, here's something that make you laugh. Here's something that make you smile. Let people sit in this state right now and let people realize. Let people feel uncomfortable with this feeling because this feeling should feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Let's stop having, let's stop being dancing clowns. Oh, you're uncomfortable? Let me let me say something that you can agree with. No, let people sit here. So yes. you're saying be somewhere where you think you're not that might that you uh might think that they might feel uncomfortable be there. Do that. It is definitely okay to be different, people. Like, the more different we are, the more that we actually prosper. Because you know what? These racists, they're fucking different. (laughs) That's for sure. If anything, they are so different, and they get out there, they don't give a fuck about anything that anybody has to say about them. They just do exactly what it is that they want to do, and if we had that same tenacity and drive, we would mm-hmm. be in control. We would have the power. We would be able mm-hmm. to do what it is that we need to do to bring our people up. But so many of us, Absolutely. we put each other down. There's actually Absolutely. this video 
that my dad showed me whenever I was younger. And it was a video of these monkeys. And they're all in a cage. So they're all un- in under the same oppressive system, essentially, right? But in the cage, there is only one banana. Mm-hmm. And to get the banana, you have to climb up this ladder. But remember, there's only one banana. Crabs in a barrel. Yeah. Instead of helping each other to split the banana or for somebody to at least get the banana, anytime one monkey climbs up, another monkey pulls it down. Instead of pushing them up to the top. You know? Because Mm -hmm. whenever at least somebody gets to the top, it's so much easier to make a path for other people to just smoothly move through. You know? But because we're so ingrained with competition oh there can only be one and oh i have to uh, meet the expectations of the caucasian people in order to be successful you know everyone's just like mm, i don't think this is for me yeah absolutely i do i do want to say this um before you wrap it up like you said mm-hmm. if you don't if you're not into protesting don't we're not pressuring anyone to go out and march the streets. We want you guys to protest in a different way, protest from home. You can always be part of a clean team. Come up after the protest and clean up. There's bottles, glass, trash everywhere. Uh, I really, I really need black people in America to start getting out and start taking action. And like I said, it's not only protesting, but you can go to a, a food bank. You can help give out give out food. Oh, on July seventh, there's a um a black no buy uh, day. I forgot what the actual day is going to be called, but on July seventh, no purchases from any big businesses. You can you can purchase from small yes. businesses, <laughs> but big businesses like Amazon, the WalMarts, Targets, all of those businesses, like we're shutting it down. At least for a day. I I know all of you guys can do at least one day of no shopping from these kind of places. This, like, it's it's so crazy because, like, this country is so racist, but it loves to take our money. Why do you think they want to open up? Why do they think, why do you think they want to open salons and this and that? Don't let the Karens out here fool you. Karens don't care. Karens want to go to the beach. Meanwhile, they telling you to go get a haircut. Go spend some money. Cameron going to the beach for free, and they bolting. They ain't getting no haircut. They ain't getting their hair done. They ain't putting weaves in. They not doing that. They not spending money on bundles. Exactly. They laying on a yacht somewhere. They laying on the boat. They fishing. They in the backyard. They popping fireworks. So don't let that fool you. It's for black people, people of color, to spend their money because people of color are itching to spend their money. Itching. Yes. One last thing, I just want to say, you guys, like, sacrifice is important 
in all aspects. If Mm -hmm. we want change, we have to be willing to sacrifice. And that's what these protests, these riots are all about, sacrificing. We might sacrifice some comfortabilities, but in the long run, it's going to benefit all of us. If you want to be successful in life, if you want to become your own Karen one day, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, you have to be willing to sacrifice some things instead of trying to keep up with the Joneses. That's the only way you can be past the Joneses. Joneses. Yes, you're not doing that. Yes, I'm you're trying. Not doing that. I'm trying to be a, an Alexander and Martha type person, not the Joneses. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's ridiculous. It's just it's time for us to implement what we keep saying we want to do and what we need to do. It's time for us to actually get it done. It's the, it's time for us to get it done. Help thy neighbor. Help help each other too. You need? Do you need something? Do you want me to cut your grass? Since I'm outside already, do it. Come on now, black people. Yeah. It's time for us to help each other. Do you you, you want to learn how to trade four tracks here? Here's the link. <laughs> do it. Why do we Why do we have to charge each other for everything? Look, I mean, business is business, but I definitely agree with, you know, each one teach one because any information that I learn, even though I know that I spent my hard on money to learn something, I definitely go out of my way to share with at least a couple of people and everybody a couple. Yeah. I share with a couple of people. People keep everything sacred. They pass it down to generations. That's what these golf clubs are. Bro, people yes. don't understand the secret of clubs. Yes, clubs. that's a lodge meeting. Come on. Bruh, that's where everything gets that's traded. Knights of Columbus. Like. They, they say it's not about what you know. It's about who you know. It's but, about who you know. Yes. But with it's that being said, you know. I want to go ahead and wrap up this podcast. Um, I know we said that like eight times, <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and finish it now. And I appreciate you coming on the podcast. No problem, anytime. Yes, I hope everybody received this message today. You know, get out there, do what it is that you need to do to create a difference, whatever the case may be, yes. whether it be protesting, running Don't for government, becoming wealthy. Yeah, making some Pass sandwiches. Out They're thirsty out there. Do something. Yes, you know, we all thirsty out here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, thank you so much again, and mm-hmm. I hope to have you back on sometime. Maybe about of a different topic. Anytime. Hopefully about a different topic, right? Yes, Time for sure. It up. All, right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
you know, the people, the people's money is what puts people in power. They are only in control because we give them control. Um, I'm not going to delve too much into that, and I know that I've said that about a lot of things over this podcast, but I just want to make sure that it is made certain that you guys know. Um, with that being said, I want to thank you so much again uh, for tuning in. Uh, follow me on my social media, the underscore Salam or Salam Studio, Salam dot Studios on Instagram. And you guys stay well, stay awesome. See you next week. Thank you.